Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. This is Jennifer. I have been a contract corporate flight attendant for over five years. I also have a book. I do not repeat information between the book and the podcast, so please take a look in the show notes to learn about the book. Please like, subscribe, review, give us five stars wherever you listen. And also you can email me any questions or comments at freespiritpodcast, that's with an S, at gmail.com. And I have another podcast that I think you'll love called Two Enlightened Bitches. When you see an image of the red wine glass, you know you're in the right place. Okay, so I know I have been... MIA for a few weeks. I've had a lot going on personally. And I also apologize today because you may hear some background noise from my dogs or from the outside because it's too cold to actually go into my normal recording room right now. I wanted to just keep this episode light. I wanted to address a listener question. So today's episode is going to be a little more fun. All right, the first tip I have, I always try to give a tip of the week. And the tip is, I am taking a memory class from the Omega Institute on December 12th, 2020. It's from 1 p.m. to 2.30 p.m. It is $39 for members and $49 for non-members. And why I'm telling you guys about this is because sometimes... Memory is a really good asset in this job. And this goes on with the theme we're going to talk about today. Everything at points in this job can be very fast moving to the point of overwhelming. And what happens is, I'll give you an example. You go out into the cabin to serve and you're thinking, okay, I'm just going to you know, ask a few questions and pick up a few drink cups and all of a sudden people bombard you and they say, oh my God, I want this, I want this, I want this. And you weren't expecting that and you didn't bring along your notepad because you just forgot because you're a human being. This is where memory really helps and comes into play. So one of my tips is take this class. This guy is supposed to be world renowned in memory. It's not a bad price. If you want, join the Omega Institute. I love Omega. I can't say enough about them. And you're helping a good cause. So think about that because it could really help you and set you on a good path in this job. And I'm going to talk more about memory a little bit today. I want to talk about COVID update. Honestly, you know, I haven't heard much except planes aren't flying that much. COVID is now ramping up again. We are in mid-November. It's actually November 13th, Friday the 13th. And um, COVID is ramping up again in the U.S. So I think we might have a very quiet holiday season. I'm certainly not trying to be negative towards anyone. But again, as I keep saying, I think it's going to open up again more in January. So really you know, keep focused on that January, keep learning, go back, listen to my podcast and all the tips that you can do right now, do them. And also, of course, you know, buy my book. So the listener question was dating on the job. 
Should you date as a corporate flight attendant, meaning dating in the industry? I'm going to give you a twofold answer on this. I think everyone knows, as we're all adults in any job, if you start messing around with everyone and anyone, you're going to give yourself a nice little reputation. I, I think that's obvious. Here's the thing in corporate aviation. You think you're in Teterboro and no one's going to hear about your reputation in Dallas or in LA, you're absolutely wrong. Pilots move all the time. Pilots talk to each other all the time in FBOs, the private little airports, when they're sitting around for hours going, oh, you know that flight attendant? I know that flight attendant. You know that pilot? I know that pilot. Reputation travels so fast, you have no idea. I highly recommend dating outside, or let's just say having your fun outside the industry. I mean, listen, kids, there's Tinder, there's all sorts of things you can do now. So I would say utilize that instead. Now, here's the twofold part of the answer. I know people, including myself, who married a pilot. I met the person on the job and I ended up marrying them. And I know so many other flight attendants who that's happened to as well. We were just friends when we were working together and when we decided to date, I had already left the company. It's up to you, but either way, if there's someone that you really feel you have a connection with, you have chemistry with, this is someone you could really get serious with, this is someone perhaps you could start a family with, I'd say, okay, go ahead, do it, but really keep it discreet if you can. Now, let's say you are dating a pilot or you're dating another flight attendant, or you're dating an engineer or a mechanic or whoever. So I, I've seen, again, different facets of how it goes, different ways of how this dating plays out within the job. Let's say you're on the same account. Some people can handle that. Some people like it. Some pilots have a wife or a husband who's the flight attendant. And that works well for them and that works fine for their relationship. They like traveling the world together. They like working together. And then I've seen it opposite. I've seen it, you know, I do not want to be on your plane. <laughs> I do not want you on my plane. And we keep this very separate. It's a hard industry to date in. I will say that because if you are the type of person that says, you know what, I want to keep you separate from, you know, you as a pilot or as another flight attendant separate from my account, then you're probably going to have a really hard time seeing each other. <clears throat> Excuse me. Unless you're married and you have kids and you, you work around that schedule, it's going to be hard. I have a really good friend who is dating a pilot and they never see each other. They see each other maybe once a month if they're lucky. You have to factor that into the equation is, are you going to see this person all the time? Another aspect of dating in this industry is when you're dating an outsider and they don't understand the industry, it can cause a lot of issues and it can cause a lot of drama. And I was warned going into this industry because I was single. I had people warn me and say, you know what, if your new boyfriend doesn't understand the industry, then it's going to cause problems. Now, why would that be? Some men and women 
are not happy with the fact that you're going to be staying at hotels, obviously in different rooms, but you're going to be staying at hotels, working closely on the road, having dinner, going out to drinks with someone of a different sex, you know, and they may be attractive people and some people don't like that at all and they don't understand it and they think it's just a big fun group orgy, which I'll tell you right now, it, I've never seen it. So <laughs> I don't think it is. So you have to be careful of, of the non-industry people when you date them. And I think that's why you see a lot of people end up with industry people because they understand that when their significant other goes on the road, it isn't this crazy party. It's just, okay, you work, you get the work day done. You're all exhausted. Maybe you have dinner and you do your own thing or you work in the hotel room and that's it. So just keep that in mind as you date because it's, um, it, it can be a, it can be a slippery slope, but it can also be a really lovely slope because, you know, I can say I've met my husband and I know plenty of other people that have met their significant others and it's worked out well. Okay. So I want to go back to what I was talking about, about memory. When you are in the fast pace atmosphere of this industry, because if you're trying to get 13 people off the aircraft and they're getting into a van and now you need to go back into the aircraft and check, are they missing their glasses? Are they missing their wallets? Because that's what you do when, when they're deplaning, you go back and into the cabin and you make sure they haven't left anything. So you're trying to do that as fast as you can. And then the pilots, they want to get home. So I hate to tell you this guys, but from what I have seen, 95% of the time, the pilots are always rushing you always. And even if they say they don't rush you, oh, take your time. They always rush you. And I'll tell you what they do. They do it in a, in a very polite way, but you know, I'm trying to clean up the plane. It's 15 minutes later to clean up a plane of 13 people, keep in mind. And they say, okay, are you ready? Do you, do you still need the lights on? Do you still need the power on? Well, yeah, um, I'm trying to clean up after 13 people. So it doesn't take 15 minutes to clean up after 13 people. And they don't understand that. Even the ones that have been in the industry forever, I'll tell you right now, don't understand it. So just be mentally prepared for that. What I have tried to do when I clean up the plane is I'll tell them, hey guys, just so you know, I'm cleaning up after 13 people and I need at least 20 to 25 minutes. So they know they don't bother me in 10 minutes. They don't bother me in 15 minutes. And then I try to get it done a little bit earlier to make them happy. And that usually works out well. So setting that expectation with pilots is always a good idea, but things move fast. So what I want you to realize is after everyone has been deplaned and the passengers are off, you need to make sure of certain things for yourself before you start cleaning up that plane, make sure of certain things. And the things I'm talking about are, let's say you had to, you're coming back into the country and you had to show border control your passport. 
you come back on the plane or, or border p- patrols on the plane and you just put the passport somewhere. You're, you're thinking about the garbage. You're thinking about cleaning up the plane. You're thinking about cleaning up the lab. So you say to yourself, okay, whatever. And you just throw the passport somewhere. That's happened time and time again. Take your time, take a second, have your passport in your hand and put it back in your purse or wherever you're gonna put it, in your backpack, your purse, your, your pocket, wherever you keep your passport, you put it back in there and you take the time you need to take to do it and you check again, okay, passport is in there. It's going to save you a lot of possible drama in the long run because if you take that passport and you throw it in the garbage or you leave it on the plane and you have to call the pilot when you are an hour away in your drive and say, I left it on the plane, you have to come back, that's not gonna work out well. So make sure you take that time. You know, I've had instances where I couldn't find my keys, my car keys. Hello, that's how am I gonna get home? Because I just wasn't thinking and I just threw them in a weird place. And luckily I found them and they were in my purse but you can't be in that mode when it comes to wallet, passport, keys, and phone. Take your time. Put them back in the place that they should be in. Take your time. If it takes you five minutes to do all of this, who cares? Take five minutes. Then tell the pilots you need a half an hour to clean the plane. Okay? Make sure you have all of that. Now, I will tell you one of my stories is I was in a rush. I did not take that time, I did not take that beat, and I ended up throwing my phone in the trash. And luckily, I found it. I realized what I did five minutes later, and I said, shit, I threw my phone in the trash, and so I fished it out. It wasn't a big deal. Another time, I did not take that beat, I was not thinking, I left the phone on the plane. Thank God we had just walked into the FBO, or the small private airport, And I turned around to the pilot and I said, I left my phone on the plane. I am so sorry, but we have to go back and unlock it. And he said to me, thank God you remembered now as opposed to, you know, two hours into our drive. So just take that time for yourself. It's for you. It's for the crew. Don't worry about it. Also, another little tip after deplaning is, excuse me, after the passengers deplane, is to get yourself ready for the drive home. So the passengers have deplaned. You have made sure your passport, your keys, your wallet, your phone are in the correct place. You have cleaned the plane, the plane is ready to go. Now I want you to get ready for the drive home. Why is this a big deal? Why am I mentioning this? Because you are gonna be so tired. I'm telling you right now, you are gonna have a lot of drives home where it's one in the morning, you've worked a really long day, you're completely exhausted, but you wanna get home. That's gonna happen. And that's gonna happen a lot. So you have to make sure that you're ready to just go home and pretty much jump into bed. And that has saved me so much stress and so much you know, wasted time when I get to my house. So what I do is once everything is done, I go into the bathroom, I brush my teeth, 
I floss my teeth, I brush my teeth, I do the mouthwash, I do everything. If you want, I don't do this, but if you want, take out your contacts, put in your glasses, and drive home with your glasses if you can do that. I, I'm not able to do that, I have to keep my contacts in. I put on an acceptable looking but comfortable outfit and I put on you know, a nice jacket over it. So for example, I'll put on these nice black pants or actually more yoga sweatpants materials, but it doesn't look like that. And I'll have on boots or I'll have on nice flats and then I'll put a jacket over it and no one can tell that it's a not, no one can tell that it's not a nice flight attendant uniform when you're walking through the FBO. And then you just go home and you take out your contacts and you go to bed and that's it and you're right in bed. Another trick I do is if the passengers are sleeping or if they don't need anything, I will slip into the bathroom if it's a late flight or the lav, excuse me, I'll slip into the lav during the flight and I'll do all that. I'll brush my teeth. You know, I won't change obviously, but I will stay in that flight attendant uniform, but I'll brush my teeth, floss my teeth, do the mouthwash. And that saves time too, because why not? You're not doing anything. So that's what I just wanted to tell you today is things move fast. And that's why the memory class might be a good idea because then you can say when you're in the midst of everything, okay, I remember I did put my passport there. I remember I did put my keys there. And I really think it just helps you out and helps the crew out just so you're, you're ready to get off the plane, everything's been taken care of, you're taking care of yourself, which that's what you should do. Number one, you should take care of yourself. You know, They always say that analogy, put the mask on before everyone else, absolutely. You take care of yourself and then you are able to safely go home and get into your bed and move on with your life. And that's, that's what I like about this business is once that, flight or that trip is over, it's over. There's no looking back. And, and that's one thing I love about it. So if you have any questions, please email me at freespiritpodcast at gmail.com. I will try to podcast more. <laughs> I, I will try to podcast more. I know I've been busy. Oh, one more tip I just wanted to add before I let you guys go. On those drives home, when it's one in the morning, two in the morning, you're exhausted, but you just want to get home. Just another tip is I don't ever use the heat in my car when I'm that tired. I keep the windows open. I put the air conditioner on. I drink water. That helps me to stay awake and also really download any podcast that really interests you. You know, make that something to look forward to. The drive to work and the drive from work, make that something to look forward to because a lot of us are gonna have long drives from these airports. I'm now an hour and 45 minutes from Teterboro. At one point I was 25 minutes from Teterboro, so it wasn't a big deal. But now that I'm an hour 45, when I get home at one in the morning, you see what I mean. I download podcast episodes that really interest me or I listen to Sirius XM, and that really keeps me awake and helps the drive go faster. So anyway, I hope you learned a lot today. I will be back with a new episode soon. Until then, happy flying.